Welcome to the Not So Miss So Nice podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. This is episode 47. 47. Where, First of our movie battle. Yes. We're going to talk about... The Graduate. Yes. <sighs> um, I was actually really excited when this one got picked by our lovely Twitter followers. Um, for those of you who might not have seen the polls, uh, this was our first poll. It was between Once Upon a Time in America and obviously The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got 42 votes and so The Graduate won with 62% of the votes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those movies that I think pretty much everyone has heard of. Okay, I'm just gonna say I'd never heard of it or mm-hmm. seen it. <gasps> Really? Yep. Before we had it come up on our list, I was like, what the hell is that? Like, huh. I have no idea. Um, We'll talk about that more at the end. Yeah. What I've discovered from that whole thing. But mm-hmm. yeah. So disclaimer, okay. had never seen this before or well, heard of it. This just got so much more interesting then. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited because I, I had seen it way back in the day. Okay. And then I, you know, when it won, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'd love to see this movie again. Like, because, you know, I'm older and whatever. And, um, yeah, we're going to talk about how that went in a minute. Mm -hmm. First. First is the fucking facts. Jen's fucking facts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So American comedy, and it is acidic cringe comedy. Um, So in 67, it was dubbed an American comedy. And then in 2016, it was an acidic cringe comedy. Okay. Right. Release date, December 22nd, 1967. Runtime, 105 minutes. Budget, 3 million. Box office, 104.9 million. Directed by Mike Nichols, written by Calder Willingham and Buck Henry, based on The Graduate by Charles Webb. Production was Mike Nichols, Lawrence Turman Production, sorry. Distributor was Embassy Pictures, and then starring Anne Bancroft, Dustin Hoffman, and Catherine Ross. And then there are lots of awards and things. Do you want me to continue? (laughs) (laughs) I got I got a little lost for a second. I was just like, wait a minute, what? What? Adjusted for inflation, it grossed $789 million, making it the 22nd highest grossing film in the U.S. and Canada, which is another reason that I was like, how have I never heard of this before? Right? Like, mm-mm, hadn't heard of it at all. And it also won the Academy Award for Best Director. It was nominated in six other categories. So, I mean, it's like a highly praised film. Yeah. At least back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Siskel, Ebert, whichever one is still alive. We never know this. and It's terrible. I know. And I had it written down and I just don't know. Originally, <laughs> Ebert um, originally had given it like high, high praise when it had you know come out and everything. And then in 2012, he rebuked his mm. original praise and exactly. was like, what the fuck? So if you guys listened to our last episode, we were kind of introducing the classic movie battle a little bit. I talked about how one of the movies in particular, I don't think would hold up today because honestly, when I sat down to watch this movie, it was like, it was hard. It was definitely cringy. Like what was the cringe comedy? Cringe comedy. Um, Which was apparently popular in... England in the 60s especially later 60s so when it when one of the directors a London director I think they called him came over and a writer I don't remember what it was I was reading one of the reviews and came over and did this here it was like this whole like wow new thing right so that's one of the reasons probably it got so the high praise it did 
Yeah, it but like, new. and like, okay, from like a young man's perspective, like my hot teacher has a crush on me. Awesome. But from, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a parent now that I watched it now, but I'm like, it, it's a little predatory. <laughs> the beginning definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. It really you know, is. like there's the the part where you know she like locks the bedroom door and she is like, if we're not gonna do it now, we can do it later. And he's like, please let me leave. Yeah, like that. I like literally like I had to turn it off and like watch it later right. because trigger warning. Exactly. <laughs> like it it was it was really uh, it was really hard for me to watch this movie. I can't believe that it has a PG PG rating even with the clips of the nudity and the seduction scene and all of the like. Right. Um, just all of the. Uh, well, because back then it was like you know PG was Trist- parental guidance. Right. You know, like so as a parent, watch it, and if you think it's cool for your kids, then go ahead, which I can respect. Right. Because I mean, as a parent, right. there you know you have your boundaries that you let your children watch whatever. Like I remember people being like, "Don't let your kids watch Harry Potter." No, and I'm my like, God. "Um, okay, thanks." As soon as they're old enough to not have nightmares, they're gonna watch it. Right. Same like, thing with Doctor right. Who. I got yelled at for watching my three year old letting her watch Doctor Who. Oh, I got yelled at for it, and I was like, "Okay, this kid basically grew up watching Doctor Who, like even in vitro. Right. Like she used to dance in my stomach when the Doctor Who theme was on. Like and she's not scared by it, so whatever. So, yeah, well and that's just it. Like if you know your kid and you know their reactions to things, you know what they can and can't handle. Yeah. But something like this <laughs> Um, I think they would be extremely bored by this movie. Well, yeah. I mean, really. Right. It's nothing like movies now. True. In lots of ways. Very like, true. There's, there is some definite funny things, and I love how they did the humor in that movie. Yes. Dustin Hoffman definitely wasn't necessarily correct for that role because of who he is, but he did make it more acidic. Like, yes. It was it was interesting to watch, especially I, knowing some of the things he's in now. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, the comedy aspect of it, I definitely enjoyed. Maybe that could be, like, another rating is how true it is to its genre. Nah. Nah. We're complicating things. Yeah. Well, and plus, they're all going to be pretty true to the genre because they all got redone in the in yeah. this century, basically. Yeah. So, and they, they because, you know, we box things up, they categorize it, like, down to the Yeah, that's what I got <laughs> hung up thing. on when you were talking about your fucking facts. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Because there are so all these, like, weird subgenres mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not just a comedy or a thriller. Well, actually, what is it? Comedy, horror, or drama? I think were the three big ones. Basically, and yeah. then they. And I think in romance was still one too. Romance. Oh yeah, romance. That's the one. You know, like yeah. rom coms were just comedies. Comedies, or they were romance, depending or, on how which true. which one they lied on. Yeah, like Notting was. Hill, because that was a little bit more chick flicky. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. After holding these mics for so long, our hands start to go like a little numb. We need mic stands. <laughs> yeah. Um, our next thing we're going to buy was uh, Patreon money. No. <laughs> yes. Patreon or coffee. Either way. Either way. Mic stands. Yes. And definitely. they're not that expensive. We can do this. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Um. right. I'm going to talk about the music for just a second. Yeah. Okay. So Simon and Garfunkel did most of the 
music that had words in that movie. I think mm-hmm. they did all of it, actually. Yeah. And then the instrumental pieces were by Dave Grusin. And I thought that was really interesting that a movie, especially from the 60s, where they're notorious for having, like, pop songs, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had such deep music. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I guess that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was very different from everything yeah. else in that era. Like, wow, right. okay. And then, of course, you know, Sound of Silence, Mrs. Robinson. I had no idea that Mrs. Robinson was actually because of this book and movie. <gasps> really? See, this is, like, literally blowing my mind right now. Yeah. No, no idea. I mean, I guess I could have looked it up and known, but I didn't bother because it was like, it's just a really fun song. (laughs) It's a little creepy if you really dig into it, but really it was just kind of fun. This just like makes me this much more excited that our Twitter followers pick this for us because of all these great things you're discovering. (laughs) Although, disclaimer, I haven't seen the other one either. (laughs) So like, yeah, it would have been fun either way, Jazz. No, (laughs) I'm... Well, yeah. Thank you all for picking this because it was actually cool to get to watch it, especially there are tons of scenes from that movie that have been redone and done over and over again by other things that you're like, oh, oh, this is where it's from. This is why that (laughs) this is the one of the movies that made me think actually this one and the next one that we're going to talk about why I wanted to have that like iconic scene rating because there's so many of these you could show a clip of a scene and people be like oh that's from this movie like right. oh have you ever seen it no no you know like or of our kids like they're like oh right. I know I know that movie and like have you seen it no I just you know know, know the, the clip thing. yeah or know the sound oh yeah the yep. sound or, <laughs> or um you know like a spoof yep they're like, oh, I think this movie oh, did it. And I'm like, yeah. no, the original movie was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jerk. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm old like that. Yeah. Um, it's like the very end scene from this, I think, is done on in a different way or whatever, but an, on a cartoon, actually, which is kind of funny. But anyway. Right? Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I really thought the cinematography was super... It's super surprising especially for a 60s movie when i think 60s movies i think of like early 60s movies yeah not later ones i yeah. guess which i mean that happens for me with every era like 90s i movies, really I think like of the, the cinematography ones. of it they did a great job especially Maybe. the empty spaces that should have been one of the ratings cinematography yeah we can still make it a rating we might i'm gonna write it down right now yeah we might okay. need to cinematography yeah because i mean Especially whenever you're thinking about movies that kind of uh, break the barrier a little bit. Oh, yeah. And help you know? shape everything that's going on now. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am so sorry, guys, if you can hear the crazy screaming going on in my house right now. They Let have no up. respect for the fact that we're recording. Nah, well, they're, yeah. They're on sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Natural sugar, mind you. And I, uh, <laughs> still sugar. Wee, okay. No, you give them an apple and they're bouncing off the walls. And I'm like, holy crap. Do we starve you for sugar. fruit so much? I guess. No, no we they really eat don't. It all day. They eat it all time. Yeah. That's why it's built up in their little system. They even love raisins. And I'm like, okay, we need to get some more, you know, carrots and broccoli and shit in there. <laughs> Anyways, they're graduate. Anyway, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Entrance. Right. So, you right. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. So, we're talking about the cinematography. Oh, uh, the scenes that you aren't sure if they're f- funny or not and kind of leave you wondering what 
if they were supposed to be or not. Yes. This, this is definitely one of those movies that has a ton of those where you're like, yes. was it's that like supposed to be funny? Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah. You know, like watching that movie now as a, a parent, I think it is, because I watched it in my 20s. I was like, yeah, this is, this is hilarious because it's like a dark comedy. Yeah. But now watching it... <clears throat> You know, in my 30s, I'm like, oh, this is more dark than funny. (laughs) Like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's that part of that acidic part of the comedy. Absolutely. Definitely. Where you're like, wait, wait, what? Well, especially if if this like genre basically came from London and you take that like dry British humor and that kind of like dry wit. And if you apply that mindset to this movie it makes it so much funnier right oh yeah and it makes more sense too yes like you're like oh and it's less triggery yep (laughs) because you understand what's up um yeah no i love then okay another thing for the pg rating right the date at the strip club right with the tassels and it's funny because the first time i saw this movie i was a kid oh i was like probably 10 i mean my parents didn't really have a standard of, you know, movies. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but I could probably watch any movie that they wanted to watch because they just wanted to watch the movie and didn't uh, care that I was whatever. there. I don't like, know. Oh, hi, child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I know other people like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> um, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And uh, yeah, on more of that the whole cinematography thing like um from the strip club to the super cringeworthy kiss and then to them being super honest in the car. Like that scenario, like that sequence of events. You're yeah. like what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time But at the same time. Have you ever had one of those nights? Yes. See, <laughs> and that, it's relatable. And that was the other thing with this movie is it's totally relatable in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, Dustin Hoffman did do that really, really well, but I mean, that's who he is, I think, is that like honest acting type thing. Yes. I like that you use the word honest because that's how the character really felt. Right. And I think that's why I was having such a hard time in that like first opening parts and stuff because I'm just like, whoa. Like it just, it felt a little too real almost. I don't know. Like, I. Well, she's like, well, we've know, you've known me your whole life. And it's like, oh, oh, honey. Like, no, that just no. made it so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. He was, what? He was supposed to be 21. Well, and that was the other thing I found out too. Like, he's supposed to be 21 in the movie. He was actually not too much older than that but the woman who plays mrs robinson was yeah. only like four years older than him okay well makeup you know and right. dress and yeah mannerisms and oh my gosh how awesome did she do what was her name i forget ah and bencroft um yeah how awesome of a job did she do being that fucking creepy yeah like right wow i know that the the, the acting was phenomenal it was as much as like i don't think i'm ever gonna watch this movie again (laughs) um because it was it was really hard for me to like i don't know yeah 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 i I can appreciate the certain aspects of this movie and i can appreciate all the hard work that went into this and you know all the awards because you know they did a phenomenal job for what it is yeah no definitely well especially when you think of it like this is a 60s movie exactly 
it's not i mean if we're talking i know one of our ratings is going to be how it would compare to nowadays and whatever and we don't have to get into details right this second but right like if you think of it as now standards mm-hmm. you're gonna be like wow that movie's shitty but if you think of it as then standards... And that's what's important amazing. to remember about yeah. these movies. You know, it's like whenever we're trying to watch some what we deem classic movies with our kids and they're like, oh my God, the, you know, the <sighs> graphics or whatever, yeah. you know, it's mm. so stupid. It's not like, even HD. Right? And I'm like, okay, no, you have to like remember, like, this is an old movie. Like my two youngest ones, they'll sit and watch, you know, Breakfast at Tiffany's with me because they haven't develop this like snobbery of right what's cool yeah cinematic Ugh. craziness i don't know the whole the, they miss out on so many great classic things and i i say that being as someone who never watched this but like no but i mean <laughs> but my mom still had us watch other things like dancing in the rain yes you know, I, i'm pretty sure the first I time i ever watched gone with the wind gone with the wind yep. was over at your house yep. i can pretty much quote half that movie i know and it, and it like <laughs> blew my mind because it was it was such a powerful movie for right? me like it became instantly became one of my my favorites and i hate to even admit that i kind of related to scarlet just a little bit Oh. <laughs> maybe a little more than a little bit <laughs> see and you know what jen knows me better than like anybody so she's allowed to say this <laughs> otherwise you get punched in the face probably by me <laughs> right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sisterhood oh oh you know what since the spice girls are back on tour, tour. girl power <laughs> girl power sorry guys i know <sighs> um i have more more facts yes i, I wrote facts. down so many things i feel kind of bad <laughs> just because i have so many well um, my child dumped a painty water goo mess all over my other notepads so you not having your notes is nothing new i know <laughs> something always she bought me this like notes. beautiful unicorn notebook but when i'm writing notes it's always like you know i'm doing it on my phone real quick and then i'm transferring to our old yellow legal pads that we had which is now completely destroyed. Oh. It got rid- like all of my old notes, yeah. like from our first episode, gone. I still have mine. It's okay. Good. Eventually they'll be put in the Hall of Fame somewhere for podcasting, right? Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> Segway. Well, it's actually a tie in. Oh, uh, 96. Uh, in 96, this was selected for pre- preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. And in 98, it was placed at number seven on the 100 Years 100 Films list, revised in 2007 at number 17. See, that might be a fun list for us to tackle. Hofta. Well, we're kind of tackling a bunch of it. I've, I'm actually, right? Like as if, I'm going through the facts, almost all of these are on that list. If we if we knock the ones off that we've already talked about, either mm-hmm. in the classics or the 80s. Yeah, well, yeah. It might be kind of fun. Might be kind of fun. Lots of movie stuff. That's a lot of writing. A movie, my my hands gonna not. hurt. No, we never do that. We have too much other things to talk about. We tangent too much. We tangent way too and much. We love it. That. Yeah. Yeah. You missed us, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So initial reactions to after seeing this again. Well, you kind of already talked about a lot of it, but yeah, I. <clears throat> I guess I got triggered. I don't like that word, but right. it's it's true. Like it was, it was really hard. Um, I've noticed that a lot though. Watching movies, like I said before, becoming a mom again. Because I mean, we both became moms young. 
Um, but once your brain's all fully developed and you're, you know, in your 30s, some of these things, your viewpoint on some things change. At least it should. Well, um, <laughs> from, you know, 19 to 34, I hope that I've grown. Um, you have, yes. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you looked at me all kinds of hopeful. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Tell me I'm good. Um, <laughs> no, but like I said, like I really, I can appreciate a lot of the different aspects of it more now. Right. As much as it was super cringy and triggery or whatever. Um, I don't know. I appreciate films for different reasons now right. that I've matured. Right. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah. maturity definitely does that to us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for sure. It's great. Uh, so yes. What about for Mostly you? good? Mm. All right. right. Also, I told you some things you watch and you're like, why did I ever like this? And I miss liking you. Yeah, like Ben and Stimpy. I tried watching Ben and Stimpy and I was just like, what the fuck oh. were we thinking? Yeah, that might have happened with um, not Angry Beavers, but another one that was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I forgot about that. I can't. I never could watch. Even when I was younger, I couldn't watch Angry Beavers. Oh, Cat I Dog. I tried to watch Cat Dog again, and I was like, this, oh God, nope, Cat Dog do still it. cracks me up. I'm terrible. See? I'm like that with Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> I love Ren and Stimpy still. I love it more now that I'm older, actually, because I understand some of that well, adult it humor. Was, it ended up becoming a more an adult show. Yeah. Like, didn't they end up switching networks to go to MTV or something? Like, it started on Nickelodeon and then went to MTV? Or did it start on MTV? It No, it started on Nickelodeon. Um, it went to a late night cartoon show, like where where Anne oh. Flux was and stuff like that. But I think yeah. that was MTV or it was cartoon or uh, Comedy Central or Cartoon or, Network. Cartoon yeah. Network. Or <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Ren and Stimpy never made it to Nick at Night because that was all super classic shows. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the, uh, they used to play it though on the Saturday late night cartoon run. Oh yeah, you remember that the yes. After Dark? Mm-hmm. After yeah. Dark. Yep. I, I loved oh, that. It's so awesome. Oh, Before they really babies. realized that this should never ever be watched by children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Times they are a changing. Sort of. I watched some kids shows today. Like, um, there's one Breadwinners. Oh. And it's on like the kids Hulu and I was watching it and there's like this little duck thing that just is like booty bump and they talk about butts a lot. And you know what? Five year olds love to repeat the word butts. Yes, they do. So, you know, <laughs> no, booty bump. A butt. Yep. So I've got, you know, my cutesy little five year old running around Target being like booty bump, booty bump. And I'm like, no, we do no. not booty bump in public. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> tangent. No, that was a good tangent, though. I liked it. Pretty well. <laughs> All right. So um, my virgin viewing of The Graduate. Yes. <laughs> Reaction. Um, so I I hated this movie and loved this movie at the same time. Um, I love that it's a play on emotions and mind and senses in mm-hmm. that acidic way. I am, I obviously love dark humor anyway. Yes. This wasn't necessarily dark. It was just so... It's cringeworthy a, acidic it's a dark subject matter calling it acidic is the perfect explanation i agree because it is it's just it's, acidic cringe like that yep. just cringy acidic comedy is although perfect. anytime i think of the term cringy i think about teenagers and our teenagers mm. being like oh it's just so cringe i'm like okay okay quit saying cringe mm. <laughs> you're trying to make cringe a thing it's not gonna happen <laughs> Just come back and be like, it's so fetch. <laughs> oh my god, oh we're going to do it. No, okay, yeah, let's do that. We're, we're going to make fetch a thing, guys. <laughs> we're not really going to make fetch a thing. That 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 would have happened after that uh, no, because, Mean Girls, but it didn't. But they've both seen Mean Girls. That's true. So I'm going to at least, I'm going to record on Snapchat. You're just going to put 
Jana everything. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm make a video happen. There's I'm a, not gonna show her face, but I'll show my face, yeah. and so you'll hear her reaction to me just annoying the crap out of her with fetch. Do it. Okay. Yes, I want to see this. There's also a T-shirt at Race Dog that says "Fetch is a thing." <gasps> yeah. I need and it. It's pink and it's a crop top, so I was like, no, but okay, I need it. <laughs> let's go to Rake Stock, then it'll be fun. I'll just put a tank top underneath it and I'll wear it in the video, and she'll just like hate me, and it'll be great. These are the reasons why your kids should hate you <laughs> for torturing them for torturing with them. stuff. Right. Well, they should hate you a little bit for rules, but. Well, no, absolutely. But I mean, you know, you don't have to be like overbearingly crazy. I know. Sometimes it's fun to send them gifts when you find out they have, you know, six missing assignments at the end of the school year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, or teasing them with guess who's not sleeping because <laughs> you have a lot of catching up to do and some splaining too. Right. Mm. <laughs> Teenagers are fun. <laughs> not. Um, hey, you know what? I'm enjoying this phase more than the last phase. Yeah. Older teenagers. Yeah. Tweens. Let me tell you. Better than tweens. Tweens are terrible. Well, and you um, feel bad because they're like an emotional state of roller coastery. Well, yeah, because like. And hormonian. We're still young enough to like kind of understand what they're going through, you know, because we were such young moms. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you remember hormones and the surge of hormones <laughs> and how like up and down and crazy just life felt normally and then you add like social aspects on it and it's like you can you can pay me enough to ever have to go back to being a teenager again nope. i refuse mm -mm. nope nope yeah <laughs> anyways going back further than that nope total... i have to go back through that <laughs> yeah total tangent total tangent. um should we do our ratings oh yeah yeah we should which i had not researched and done prior to this no that's good i like it on the spot um <laughs> that's what she said i need to do you want to write down what we say for these or do you want me to? sure i can i just didn't i got a it table like i did for the last one yet well we can we can do that so what's the first one you've got on your list iconic character rating so what is your um i'd say a five and the only reason i'm going to say a five is because mrs robinson is something that has continued and <laughs> and i was gonna say seven because it's basically the same thing because you know inspired songs people you know still make references right. to oh mrs robinson i mean now we've got more cougar stuff right but it's still but it's still like a like uh yeah it is it's a reference point for that and i always thought it was tied to the song which was made for the movie right <laughs> but yeah I don't so know. should we do iconic scene next yeah iconic scene now we got to pick which one is the iconic scene though, because there's well, that, a few of them in that movie. And well, that's and that's that can add into your rating. Like if that's there's true. so many iconic scenes from a movie that <sighs> you basically feel like you've watched the movie just based off of those scenes, then it would get a higher rating. And if right. there's like one iconic scene when it's supposed to be a classic movie, that would be a lower rating, right? Yeah, this is gonna be hard though because of me not seeing this before. But I do remember like at least at least two scenes that I've seen other places that are like spoofed on uh frequently yeah um and that's another thing like yeah. how many times has it been spoofed and redo so, yeah like that's true first one is when she's sitting there naked in the room mm -hmm. that one is i've seen spoofs of that one and then the end the ending with them on the bus yeah i've seen that one done too and i'm trying to think if there's any other ones that i've really seen but i don't think so i think those are like really the two most big ones, ones. Yeah. or him with the fish tank in the very beginning oh 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. And the tassel thing. I haven't seen any spoofs done on the tassels, surprisingly. But then again, once you get to a certain point, that became really a no-no. True. So like. True. Even in cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oof. Um, <laughs> still trying to wash that out of my mind because like. <laughs> Her standing there crying with the tassels behind her was so awful. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, why? Oh my god, it's a lot. I'm sorry. That's not good. Um, anyway, um, I would say iconic scene rating. I, I'd probably still give it a five. Like, I've seen spoofs of it done, but it's not something that I like super recognized as that movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, obviously I have a bit of a, I don't want to say disadvantage, but like a skewed thing because I never saw it, but. Right. Um, I went six. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I'm kind of iconic character rating. I kind of want to say six instead okay. of seven. You love changing it up. I know because like I start thinking about it, and you're like, oh, and I'm like, well, that's a good no. point. Exactly. Like, and <laughs> I start listening to yours, and I'm like, okay, yeah, well, she's right. I'm terrible. You're giving me a complex. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like a god I'm complex? You're right. like, I'm so right and awesome. No, not a god complex. Just a I'm I'm a smart. Hi, um, smart. Okay, soundtrack. SMRT. SMRT. <laughs> soundtrack. Um, I I'd say I give it an eight. I really I love that. I love how original the soundtrack was for the time era it was in. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. we still listen to a lot of these songs today. Yeah. I mean, I I know Mrs. Robinson and Sound of Silence and a whole bunch of other ones by heart without ever have seen this movie. So like, right? You know, they're very iconic songs. Um, even the the soundtrack numbers were really well done. Um, like the uh, scores. Yeah. Um, and even though they fill a lot of blank space with sound, which is a little weird to me, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of those areas in that film, but I mean, it's it's still really good and it still kind of catches your attention. It's not yeah. like just random elevator music. Right. So yeah, I really, I'd, I'd say definitely an eight, maybe even a nine. You know what? Let's go with nine. Okay. I changed my mind. Right. By I'm talking gonna, about it. I'm going to go eight. <laughs> just hit my microphone I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry guys she booped herself <laughs> I did I booped myself um yeah. so the other one was basically like the longevity of the movie yep would this movie still have this status if it came out today uh, like if this movie came out today would it still get all the awards would it do as well in the right. box office would, it still, would like, people love it as much as they did critically acclaimed yeah. yeah would it still be critically acclaimed would it eventually become a classic and you know would it have done as well in the box office right um i think even if it was made with today's like movie equipment mm-hmm. and stuff and like that upped whatever i, I don't know like were we doing like volume yeah if we were, are we doing like 10 would be totally would be still like, awesome yes, and zero 10, would be yeah 10 okay. would be like it would still be critically acclaimed when all the awards people would love it i probably say you know i'd probably go with a three i don't think it would totally flop because it's so funny and a lot right. of people have dark humor nowadays yeah <laughs> we're all a little jaded <laughs> right so like you know and i think it wouldn't have as much of an impact because a lot of that is mainstream now like showing boobs and stuff like that exactly. is frowned upon but it's also super everywhere so like you know it's not as shocking but i still think it would do okay especially if they had different actors like playing some of these yeah parts, you know i uh, and the right ones for it i think it'd do okay not great but okay. i i want to say like a two or a three I, I might even say two just because i think the subject matter would come under so much fire oh yeah it totally would 
Um, but that scene that could go either way, though. It could be a flop or it could be. Well, right. You know, and that's why it's hard. You know, because like we, we see so much of this, like, you know, teachers coming on to students type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in the stuff. media. Yeah. And so that's why it might be more. Right. Kind of a triggery type thing. He is in college and in his 20s, though. True. And, like, you can tell he's not, like, young. Yeah. He's naive, but he's not young. Right. So, like, you know, it's yeah. not it's not pedophilia. It's, it's just not... predatory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So, yeah. Um... Stick with your two. Your two is good. That is, that's good. I was actually bordering on a two myself. And... Right. You know, stick with your two. Your yeah. Two. I feel like I'm just being a little too hard on the movie because he is an adult and he's like an adult that can make his own decisions, even if he is naive. But it just reminds me of like, you know, I think it was Katy Perry kissing the guy on American Idol. It was like one of the contestants and he had never had his first kiss. And so she's like, oh, come here, honey. And then kisses him like right on the lips. And it's like, uh, and he was like, she took my first kiss from me. Right. And like, so, yeah. No, no, definitely. That's the thing. And because he's so naive, I mean, who's that naive at this point at 20? Well, right. <laughs> but like, because he's so naive, it seems like he's younger. True. Um, yeah. And that's what made it cringy. And that's what made it so cringy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, even, and it's, it's interesting later on when he's with her daughter, because the way that she is at first really seems super childish. So you're like, yeah. wait a second what <laughs> right <laughs> now you're the predator what just happened then you get more into it and she's definitely got her shit together so yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry thinking of the sven guy he's not his name isn't sven i just call him sven because yeah. he looks like a sven <laughs> her fiance oh right yep yeah. anyway <laughs> so yeah all right we, we will add those totals to the grand totals when we get there yeah I'll make a. I'll do the board thing again. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll even well, post on Twitter again. I've been kind of absent right? from all social media lately. I literally will throw myself under a bus on Twitter from like talking of like a third person, basically, right. just to give you a presence. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I get it. Like uh, you need a break. Like social I'm, media is so exhausting sometimes. It is. Well, it's not even like it's it's exhausting, but not like when I when I think of that, like saying it's exhausting, I think of like keeping up that fake face being exhausting. But that's not what's exhausting. It's it's like appeasing everyone at the same time. Exhausting. Yeah. And uh, it's not it's not you guys. <laughs> it's my family. No, Yeah, that's exactly it. Whenever I like when I say exhausting, I mean, like I am trying to manage like multiple social media accounts and be sure that I'm I'm posting consistently for you guys. And then I've also got extremely, extremely needy kids. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't have that at least, but And so I try really hard to like think of something funny to tweet out and I'm like saving it and trying to tweet it out and you do amazing. Thanks. I really do. You you definitely do. You're keeping our online presence uh, present. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> it helps that I'm off for the summer. That's true. Yeah. Whatever. If, as long as I remember to post the rainbow octopi video from the last episode. <laughs> I, we got stricter regulations at work now. I can't even have my phone on me. It's got to sit at my desk. So, which is fine. It's just frustrating right especially when i'm getting like phone calls from children being like these things are happening and i'm like 
I don't even get them now. I have to wait and get the message. It's really annoying. Yeah. Whatever. Ugh. Work um, woes. We'll know, get over right? it. Should we move on to the next episode? Yeah. We have to. It's time. It's time. It's getting late in the day. Yeah. We gotta get stuff done. We do. All right. We love you, listeners. Thanks so much. Thanks for sticking with us. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. More movies to come. Classic movie battles. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Clink. Clink.